beautiful friends. Welcome to the Savor Podcast. We're so excited for you to join us today as we dive into the goodness of God together. Our hope is for you to be encouraged, challenged, and entertained as you listen to hosts Stacy and Suzanne, along with special guests as they have honest and real conversations about how to savor God's Word as they grow in their relationship with Christ. We hope you'll encourage a friend or two to listen with you so you can keep the conversations going. We're all about community here. Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of the Saver Podcast. We are so excited that you've joined us in our studio, aka the kitchen table. Today, we have for you a Saver Short. And if you're new here, a Saver Short is just a, it is shorter in length, but uh, the point is to go over a term that is often used in theology or in the Bible. We read it often, and we're not quite sure what it really means. Um, So today, we are going to be breaking down the word holiness. Right, Stacey? Yes. Doesn't that sound exciting? (laughs) So tell us um, what we need to think about that word, holiness. Yes. Well, first of all, I love that we do these because I really enjoy theological terms, but I remember not understanding them. And so if that's you, I don't want you to be where I was because I remember the first time I heard that we serve a triune God, I literally was like, what in the heck is a triune God? I had no earthly idea. So what I had to do was call my pastor. And I I remember calling him and saying, what in the world does the word triune mean? And he said, very kindly, without mocking me, it means three. Our God is three in one. And I'm like, well, why didn't they just say that? And he was like, well, I don't know, but triune means three. So that's what we're trying to do is just break it down for you. But don't feel bad if you don't know what some of these words mean, because we were there too. And there's still words that I have to look up. Oh, absolutely. That's what I was going to say. I mean, there's words. And not only that, there's words that I've looked up and studied and already forgotten. Oh, me too. And I'm like, oh, I know I looked up this dispensationalism. And every time it comes back, I'm like, oh, I forgot what that means. You know what I mean? So it is not, there's no, we should never feel bad because we can't, we, we can't remember or we don't know one of these terms. It's, yes. it's totally fine. And this is a safe space. I love that you said your pastor didn't mock you. Um, that should never happen. Uh, so if you are ever asking anybody something like that and they mock you, find a new person to talk to about theology. Yes. Amen. And we want to be that person for you or persons or people because we love talking theology. So I love Saver Shorts. The reason the word holiness really has been kind of impressed upon me is because we are about to head out of town this weekend. I'm so excited. Where are you going? Well, I hope you're going with me. You're my roommate. Oh, that's right. That's right. Y'all, she forgot she's rooming with me this weekend. <laughs> I see it. My, my brain is just mushed this afternoon. <laughs> yes. We have been working really hard for y'all. We've been doing hard things, and we've been saying out loud, we can do hard things. And you can too, because you have the mind of Christ. And I know you can't wait to learn all the things that we can teach you, because it only took us an hour to figure out how to make the mouse tracking thing not click when I pushed it. So, But we did it. You never know. <laughs> yes. 
But we are going out of town this weekend to our Women's Encounter Weekend, and it's one of my favorite weekends of the year. And this year, our theme is the beauty of holiness. Mm, I can't wait. Yeah, so I've been doing a lot of studying and researching on what the word holy means. And so I want to share with you um, a couple of verses, and then we're going to break down what the word holy means. that sound good? Sounds good. So the first verse actually came to me, and you guys might think I'm crazy, but this is what I do sometimes. I set a 15-minute timer on my phone. I turn my phone on, do not disturb. I grab a pen and a piece of paper, and I say, come Holy Spirit. What do you want to say to me? Speak to me. And then I fight the ideas of like, oh, I'm studying holiness. Speak to me about holiness. And I'm like, no, whatever you want to say to me today, God, I just want to be in your presence. I just want to sit and savor this time with you. And so I was doing that a few months ago. And I just sat. And all of a sudden, I got the impression in my mind to look up 1 Thessalonians 4.7. That's all I got was 1 Thessalonians 4.7. And so I went and looked it up, and this is the verse. For God has not called us for the purpose of impurity, but in sanctification. Mm. And I was like, ooh, that's good. And then I went and looked it up in the ESV. And so if you read in the ESV, it says, for God has not called us for impurity, but in holiness. Mm. And I was like, oh, holiness i'm studying holiness and he's like yeah i know that's why i just gave you that impression and so one of the main themes that i'm going to be sharing with the women this week is that god has called us for holiness and the some of the main teaching passages that we're going to be in this weekend so if you're listening to this and you're coming to encounter in a couple of days then you'll have a heads up you will know this is what we're going to be studying we're going to be in um first peter and first peter chapter one says starting in verse i think that is verse 15 but like the holy one who called you be holy yourselves also in all your behavior because it is written, you shall be holy, for I am holy. Okay, that's always been an intimidating passage for me. I don't feel holy. I mean, sometimes I have really bad thoughts about other people. Other times I lose my mind and I disobey God. So how can I be holy? Because when I hear holy, I think perfect. Because some translations say, be perfect as I am perfect. It gets translated that way. What are your thoughts about holiness? I do think it is very intimidating when you're first studying scripture and reading it, and it's you feel like you're called to this holiness, um, and you are, but you you read it as I I got to be perfect, I got to be, or you also might read where it says um, he was a righteous man or a blameless man, and I think it's all getting to to the same some of those same ideas, but it's not. God knows that we cannot be holy on our own. Absolutely. And so holy does not mean perfect. Mm -hmm. And I love that it talks about in the New American Standard Version, the first time I read that to you, it said, you know, he's called us for sanctification. And we did a saver short on sanctification. And so the idea of sanctification is this beautiful dance where it's two steps forward, one step backwards. The word holy as defined in scripture, literally just means set apart. 
And I think that's beautiful. We are called to be set apart from the world because we are daughters of the Most High King. And with that position comes an expectation of behavior. So holiness does have to do with behavior, but it's who you already have been declared. So there is this holiness, this set-apartness. One uh, pastor I heard talk about it, I think it was T.D. Jakes that says this. He describes holiness as, and I love this because we're savor and we're all about food and fancy dinners around here, or not so fancy dinners, but we love all food. And he talked about holiness being like those plates, those special plates that you only bring out on certain occasions. So it's the same. It's a plate and it holds your food, but there are some plates that are set apart that this is a time we're going to use this plate because it's Easter or it's Thanksgiving or it's Christmas. We have special plates that we use that are set apart that are not for everyday use. And as followers of Christ, as daughters of the King, we are supposed to live lives that are set apart. So when we are called into holiness, it it is in behavior, but that's where the grace of God comes in, that we're just simply called to be set apart, to be otherly and different. I agree. I, that really helps me a lot. And I, I actually reflect back to that definition a lot when I'm thinking about holiness and trying to be holy. Because even though I know the definition of it, the word, and I, when I think about holiness, I think about God and I, and I know how different I am than God. And so, you know what I mean? So it does help me really to think about being set apart and what does that look like practically for in my life, in my life. And so it's like, okay, would the world recognize that I'm trying to be different? Mm -hmm. Because that is so like, if I blow up at somebody, do I go back and apologize? Yes. Because that's not a real worldly thing that we see, right? Am I interacting with someone if I'm very impatient in a store and the line's long and the the cashier is slow and she doesn't know what she's doing? Am I reacting to that impatience that I have? Am I having an outburst of anger? And even if I do, am I apologizing for it? Am I so that that helps me practically like would the world around me recognize that I love Jesus? Yes. And I and think sometimes they they might not. I know, but one of my favorite stories I think you've shared on the podcast. <laughs> I, I know what you're going to say. Is one of the holy moments I think about you is when you called Costco back. And I didn't even get to talk to poor Rose. I mean, if this was social media, I'd say, TikTok, do your thing and find Rose from Costco <laughs> from six years ago. Yes. Because, yeah, I was not nice to her and I did get home and I tried to call her and apologize to her but still I mean we have mess ups we're going to mess up God knows we're going to mess up that's why he wasn't waiting for us to get our stuff together he's like you know what I already got a plan for this because you guys can't do this on your own and um here's Jesus yes I mean like the time I threw a fork at my daughter's head I'll never forget the first time you told that story I think we were I was I was a mentee in mentorship and you told that story. And I literally remember just being like, oh, thank God. Like, I, it was like, like something released in me, like other people are crazy too. Stacy is kind of crazy. I am kind of crazy, <laughs> but I have since then apologized to my daughter and my son about it. And so I, again, when you read in scripture about holiness and you're 
reading a verse that's like, be holy because I am holy, you're kind of like, I can't do that. That's the whole point, you guys. We cannot, but we are called to be set apart. And so it does come down to your actions and behaviors. It does. I mean, he says, I've not called you for uh, impurity, but for holiness or sanctification, right? And so how do we do that, though? It's through the power of the Holy Spirit that resides in us. And so in those moments when we may lose it, then we can stop and yield and say, Holy Spirit, I surrender to you. Please change me from the inside out. Help me with my anger. Holy Spirit, take this anger away from me in Jesus' name and give me your peace. Give me your divine compassion. And so I think that's part of the process of holiness. Absolutely. I think it is, again, we talk about the posture of our heart so much, um, but I think it is holiness can be that that. Um, posturing of your heart to surrender to God's way. Yeah, absolutely. And so what our desire for you is when you see and hear the word holiness talked about in scripture, to think about this idea of being set apart, but don't think, well, I am never going to be perfect. Right. You are not. And he doesn't expect you to be perfect, but he does expect you to be set apart where your heart is circumcised unto the Lord. The word circumcised is talking about cutting off. And in scripture, a lot of times you'll see things like the river was cut off, separated. And I think that is so interesting, too, to think about it, because that means it was like there is an act of setting it apart and this act of holiness. As a matter of fact, the Sabbath is a day that was set apart to be holy unto the Lord. Have you ever thought about that with the Sabbath? It is unlike the other six days of the week. It was a day that was set apart, and it is a day that is holy unto the Lord different than the rest. And if you don't practice Sabbath, well, you should. Actually, God commands us to. So that's a whole nother soapbox that I could get into. And I have in the past, and I will again, because I am a running record, not a running record, a repeating record, a record on repeat. I don't know what I am. What are you trying to say? Like, I just repeat myself a lot. I do too. I think everyone does. That's normal. We're going to say that's normal. Yes. But I do, when you're saying that about like looking different and cutting off and blah, blah, blah. I think that's why... I if, love that you just said what I said was blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. That's not what I mean. That's <laughs> I not what I mean. Sadie. I'm just teasing. Uh, but I, I actually was thinking about the book I was about to say, the name of the book in the Bible. That's made, made me think blah, blah, blah. But Leviticus. <laughs> <laughs> so now you're calling Leviticus blah, no, blah, blah. No, that was a very unholy thing to say. I'm just joking. It, the whole Bible is holy. Um, but in Leviticus, a lot of the laws that we see were about the people being set apart yes. from the world and the yes. way that the world looked and yeah. acted. And and I think no different in 2024. Exactly. We are to look different. And so the reflection for you can be, where in your life do you look different? Mm. What practices do you have as a family or in your personal life? What rhythms and routines make you look different than the world, that make you look set apart? When you go out to eat dinner, whether you're by yourself or with a group of people, do you stop and pray? Do you say the blessing publicly in a restaurant? Again, is that going to you know, give you salvation? No, that's not what we're talking about. But will it cause you to have this set-apartness out publicly where you stop and you thank God for the food you're about to eat? I remember when we started doing that in our family, 
And it felt really weird and uncomfortable to do that. Like, I mean, my palms were sweating when we were out at a restaurant the first time and we started saying a blessing or a prayer over our food. And now it's weird if we don't. Like my palms sweat if I don't do it now. And you never know the light that you will bring into the world when you allow yourself to be seen as holy and set apart. I remember we were in the airport in Dallas. I don't even know if you remember this. I believe I was eating my first Whataburger at the airport. Mm. And we said a blessing over the burgers. And I don't know if you remember this. There was a lady there and she said to us, that really touched me that you guys prayed. Oh, yes, I do remember that. So you never know how God will use your willingness to be set apart and to be holy, to spread his light and his love. That's right. And we can do it without being holy rollers. Right. (laughs) Because we are not calling you to be a holy roller because that term has such a negative connotation. And honestly, the idea of holiness is that our actions and our behaviors look different than the rest of the world because we are aliens and strangers just sojourning through this time because this is not our home. We are going to our eventual home, but while we're here, we should look like foreigners and aliens. I mean, I love that the Bible talks about that, and I know it's talking about aliens in like uh, alien of a nation, you like know, in a foreign land. Yes. Yeah. But I think of like green headed monster yeah. aliens and I'm like, look like a green headed monster alien, Stacy. Yeah. So there you go, ladies. We hope that you have enjoyed this savor short and we hope that you keep savoring the goodness of God. Thank you for being with us today here at Savor. This podcast is a ministry of Crosstown Church. For information about SOAR Women's Ministry or Crosstown Church, please visit CrosstownChurch.com or download the Crosstown app. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please remember to like, subscribe, or leave a review. This helps people find us.